Chapter One of Education. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Aaron Weber. Education by Ellen White. First Principles. Chapter One source and aim of true education our ideas of education take too narrow and too low a range there is need of a broader scope a higher aim true education means more than the perusal of a certain course of study it means more than a preparation for the life that now is it has to do with the whole being and with the whole period of existence possible to man it is the harmonious development of the physical the mental and the spiritual powers it prepares the student for the joy of service in this world and for the higher joy and wider service our ideas of education take too narrow and too low a range there is need of a broader scope a higher aim true education means more than the perusal of a certain course of study it means more than a preparation for the life that now is it has to do with the whole being and with the whole period of existence possible to man it is the harmonious development of the physical the mental and the spiritual powers it prepares the student for the joy of service in this world and for the higher joy of wider service in the world to come the source of such an education is brought to view in these words of holy writ pointing to the infinite one in him are hid all the treasures of wisdom colossians two three he hath counsel and understanding job twelve thirteen the world has had its great teachers men of giant intellect and extensive research men whose utterances have stimulated thought and opened to view vast fields of knowledge and these men have been honored as guides and benefactors of their race but there is one who stands higher than they we can trace the line of the world's teachers as far back as human records extend but the light was before them as the moon and stars of our solar system shine by the reflected light of the sun so as far as their teaching is true do the world's great thinkers reflect the rays of the sun of righteousness every gleam of thought every flash of the intellect is from the light of the world in these days much is said concerning the nature and importance of higher education the true higher education is that imparted by him with whom is wisdom and strength job twelve thirteen out of whose mouth cometh knowledge and understanding proverbs two six in a knowledge of god all true knowledge and real development have their source wherever we turn in the physical the mental or the spiritual realm in whatever we behold apart from the blight of sin this knowledge is revealed whatever line of investigation we pursue with a sincere purpose to arrive at truth we are brought in touch with the unseen mighty intelligence that is working in and through all the mind of man is brought into communion with the mind of god the finite with the infinite the effect of such communion on body and mind and soul is beyond estimate in this communion is found the highest education it is god's own method of development acquaint now thyself with him job twenty two twenty one 
is his message to mankind the method outlined in these words was the method followed in the education of the father of our race when in the glory of sinless manhood adam stood in holy eden it was thus that god instructed him in order to understand what is comprehended in the work of education we need to consider both the nature of man and the purpose of god in creating him we need to consider also the change in man's condition through the coming in of a knowledge of evil and god's plan for still fulfilling his purpose in the education of the human race when adam came from the creator's hand he bore in his physical mental and spiritual nature a likeness to his maker god created man in his own image genesis one twenty seven and it was his purpose that the longer man lived the more fully he should reveal this image the more fully reflect the glory of the creator all his faculties were capable of development their capacity and vigor were continually to increase vast was the scope offered for their exercise glorious the field open to their research the mysteries of the visible universe the wondrous works of him which is perfect in knowledge job thirty seven sixteen invited man's study face to face heart to heart communion with his maker was his high privilege had he remained loyal to god all this would have been his forever throughout eternal ages he would have continued to gain new treasures of knowledge to discover fresh springs of happiness and to obtain clearer and yet clearer conceptions of the wisdom the power and the love of god more and more fully would he have fulfilled the object of his creation more and more fully have reflected the creator's glory but by his disobedience this was forfeited through sin the divine likeness was marred and well-nigh obliterated man's physical powers were weakened his mental capacity was lessened his spiritual vision dimmed he had become subject to death yet the race was not left without hope by infinite love and mercy the plan of salvation had been devised and a life of probation was granted to restore in man the image of his maker to bring him back to the perfection in which he was created to promote development of body mind and soul that the divine purpose in his creation might be realized this was to be the work of redemption this is the object of education the great object of life love the basis of creation and of redemption is the basis of true education this is made plain in the law that god has given as the guide of life the first and great commandment is thou shalt love the lord thy god with all thy heart and with all thy soul and with all thy strength and with all thy mind luke ten twenty seven to love him the infinite the omniscient one with the whole strength and mind and heart means the highest development of every power it means that in the whole being the body the mind as well as the soul the image of god is to be restored like the first is the second commandment thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself matthew twenty two thirty nine the law of love calls for the devotion of body mind and soul to the service of god and our fellow men and this service while making us a blessing to others brings the greatest blessing to ourselves 
unselfishness underlies all true development through unselfish service we receive the highest culture of every faculty more and more fully do we become partakers of the divine nature we are fitted for heaven for we receive heaven into our hearts since god is the source of all true knowledge it is as we have seen the first object of education to direct our minds to his own revelation of himself adam and eve received knowledge through direct communion with god and they learned of him through his works all created things in their original perfection were an expression of the thought of god to adam and eve nature was teeming with divine wisdom but by transgression man was cut off from learning of god through direct communion and to a great degree through his works the earth marred and defiled by sin reflects but dimly the creator's glory it is true that his object lessons are not obliterated upon every page of the great volume of his created works may still be traced his handwriting nature still speaks of her creator yet these revelations are partial and imperfect and in our fallen state with weakened powers and restricted vision we are incapable of interpreting aright we need the fuller revelation of himself that god has given in his written word the holy scriptures are the perfect standard of truth and as such should be given the highest place in education to obtain an education worthy of the name we must receive a knowledge of god the creator and of christ the redeemer as they are revealed in the sacred word every human being created in the image of god is endowed with a power akin to that of the creator individuality power to think and to do the men in whom this power is developed are the men who bear responsibilities who are leaders in enterprise and who influence character it is the work of true education to develop this power to train the youth to be thinkers and not mere reflectors of other men's thought instead of confining their study to that which men have said or written let students be directed to the sources of truth to the vast fields open for research in nature and revelation let them contemplate the great facts of duty and destiny and the mind will expand and strengthen instead of educated weaklings institutions of learning may send forth men strong to think and to act men who are masters and not slaves of circumstances men who possess breadth of mind clearness of thought and the courage of their convictions such an education provides more than mental discipline it provides more than physical training it strengthens the character so that truth and uprightness are not sacrificed to selfish desire or worldly ambition it fortifies the mind against evil instead of some master passion becoming a power to destroy every motive and desire are brought into conformity to the great principles of right as the perfection of his character is dwelt upon the mind is renewed and the soul is recreated in the image of god what education can be higher than this what can equal it in value it cannot be gotten for gold neither shall silver be weighed for the price thereof it cannot be valued with the gold of ophir with the precious onks or the sapphire the gold and the crystal cannot equal it 
and the exchange of it shall not be for jewels of fine gold no mention shall be made of coral or of pearls for the price of wisdom is above rubies job twenty eight fifteen through eighteen higher than the highest human thought can reach is god's ideal for his children godliness godlikeness is the goal to be reached before the student there is opened a path of continual progress he has an object to achieve a standard to obtain that includes everything good and pure and noble he will advance as fast and as far as possible in every branch of true knowledge but his efforts will be directed to objects as much higher than mere selfish and temporal interests as the heavens are higher than the earth he who cooperates with the divine purpose in imparting to the youth a knowledge of god and moulding the character into harmony with his does a high and noble work as he awakens a desire to reach god's ideal he presents an education that is as high as heaven and as broad as the universe an education that cannot be completed in this life but that will be continued in the life to come an education that secures to the successful student his passport from the preparatory school of earth to the higher grade the school above end of chapter one